0: Louder Than Silence, April 2020 Newsletter Imagine a world Imagine a world where you feel isolated, alone, and disconnected from the people you hold dear. Imagine a world where daily life feels like a struggle and you're not sure how to make it better. Imagine a world where you don't know how safe it is to go outside and do the things that you were once able to do without thinking twice about it. Imagine a world where it's hard to focus on what you need to get done because there are too many distractions and too many things on your mind. Imagine a world where everything that was normal was taken away by forces outside your control, and that normal will never exist again. Imagine a world where making healthy decisions feels like way too much of an uphill battle, so you end up not eating well, not sleeping well, and generally falling into a state of just trying to make it through one more day. Imagine a world where you can't recognize who is or isn't safe to be around. Imagine a world where you can't go more than a few hours without the stress, fear, anxiety, and the overwhelmingness of it all creeping in. Imagine a world where you worry about the safety of your friends and family, not knowing if they'll be next. Imagine a world where words aren't enough to make things better or make things right, and you feel helpless against the weight of tragedy. Just a few days ago, I was able to finally put my finger on what it was that was slowly eating away at me about the reactions I've seen to COVID-19. I assumed for a while it was me just working through the challenges of a new situation. Then I thought it must be my frustration with feeling like things are out of control. I like to pretend that I'm in control. Eventually, I landed on I thought what must definitely be the issue. COVID-19 had taken over every conversation, interaction, and thought. But then, it really hit me. For the first time in my life, society at large has gotten to taste a very small amount of what it's like to be a survivor of sexual violence. Hear all those statements again. I wasn't referring to reactions to social distancing and COVID-19. It breaks my heart that this is the reality for huge proportions of the population. To put it in perspective, as of this writing, just over 1 million people in the U.S. have tested positive for COVID-19. By rates shown in recent studies, we're around 90 million survivors of sexual violence in the U.S. Lest I sound like I don't think COVID-19 is serious, let me be absolutely clear. Stay at home. Practice social distancing. Wear protective gear. Listen to the recommendations. It's truly terrible that people have died in isolation. Others have lost their jobs, while others are forced to go to their jobs despite it being unsafe. But that's not what this conversation's about, so let's get back on track. Think about the implications of an epidemic that hits around 40% of the population, something that afterward leaves the victim trying to rebuild for years and decades. How do you face down an issue that social distancing has increased and worsened? Worldwide, rates of domestic violence are skyrocketing as people are now trapped at home with abusers. We tell people that home is the safest place to be right now. For COVID-19, that's absolutely true. On the other hand, people have been subjected to living through their own personal hell with no escape for the foreseeable future. If this doesn't break our hearts and help us cry out for real change, what will? What are we doing for those who will look back at this time with despair over what they suffered at the hands of the people who were supposed to be keeping them safe? As so many people have pointed out, COVID-19 is a turning point for our country as a whole and for us personally. If we can hold on to remembering the struggle we faced, maybe, just maybe, we will be able to embrace what it looks like to help those who have been suffering in silence. And at the risk of being cliché, then, maybe together... We can learn how to be louder than silence.